You got your mic all set up and it sounds nice. Yeah, I spent some time actually making it work this time, so hopefully it sounds okay. Oh, man, that was so much Mason. I know. I'm like, I'm just like, have Mason in my head all day. And then I started playing some Mason songs like Butterfly and The Light. It might might be part two. (laughs) I can't tell them apart now. I'm just like, it was so much that my opinion kept changing. (laughs) And I, I don't even know anymore. Like, I have so many notes. Like, the first time going through those new albums, I'm like, I don't know about this song. And then you sent me all those other live shows. Mm-hmm. And he played some of those new songs in the live shows, and I'm like, oh, I mean, better, yeah, it's better live, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> I it's well, and then I was second guessing myself because it's like most music that I like, like I only think it's okay the first time I listen to it. It's not till like the second or third listen that you're like, yeah, this is really good. So it's like, is it just better live, or is it better because I know the songs now? Uh-huh. I don't know. No, I don't think they were good on the album. <laughs> Something okay. about just on the album it was kind of boring and it was more fun being live. Mm-hmm. Some of those new ones, at least. But then some of the live ones, he did some weird things. I'm like, I like the, the album better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So did you listen to like all that stuff that I... Sure did. Oh. All I right. To, I listened to all those live albums. I listened to the Christmas song and... I've already heard his um, his Bob Dylan covers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see that movie though, but I heard I watched I watched it a long time ago, and I've wanted to rewatch it, so I downloaded it so that I could watch it before the podcast, but I didn't. That's the one where all these different actors play Bob Dylan in different times of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's Christian Bale when he's like the protest singer. Okay. And so you watch christian bale's mouth moving and mason jennings voice come out and it's like that that's not right well it's you watch mason jennings like and mason jennings voice come out and it doesn't look right either <laughs> yeah i guess that's true <laughs> <laughs> did you see the inside Welland davis movie uh-huh i want to see that too i like this have, have you seen it no i haven't it was really good i mean it's a Coen Brothers rated our movie, so like there's language and like some heavy themes and stuff, but mm-hmm. it was really good if you don't mind that. Oh man, I watched your I watched your French movie though. We'll talk about it next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm glad we changed. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna talk about all the Mason Jennings, Sean. It's gonna be intense. It's gonna be long. <laughs> so I think I remember, wasn't it like Jana that introduced you to Mason Jennings? Yeah. So what year um, was that? It was, I think it was freshman year. I was trying to remember. Was it before? Was it in high school? I don't think so. Like the summer before freshman year was when Jana introduced me to like Jack Johnson and um, Ben Harper uh-huh. and Nick Drake, I think were like the three kind of singer songwritery guys then i remember specifically oh, i can't trust my memory what if that was at home i remember it being in the dorms 
I downloaded Mason Jennings songs from like Kazar, LimeWire, whatever we were using. And the first one that I got was Butterfly. And I was expecting like singer songwriter stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like this distorted guitar. And then he said the F words in my sensitive little 17 or 18 year old ears. And I was like, I don't know about this, but uh, you weren't sensitive. But yeah, then I listened. I don't to think like anybody a, was sensitive freshman year. Well, <laughs> a little bit. I don't know because, like, I listened to like punk music and whatever that had lots of swears, but it was really like jarring oh, for yeah. me. I remember, like, specifically my first Mason Jennings was like, "Why is the acoustic guitar guy saying the f word?" And I didn't like it. But then I tried the other yeah. songs that I had downloaded, and I ended up liking them a lot. But, but yeah, I can't figure out the timeline because I know freshman year I had like MP3s of all the like the first four albums, and I didn't download those from like Kazar or something. So yeah, I, I don't know. I probably got them. So did iTunes did you hear about Mason Jennings from me? Yep. Or... Yeah, it was from you. And it was probably you just playing the guitar, playing Butterfly, or playing um, California Part Two. Hmm. Or Darkness Between Fireflies, probably. Those were the first songs, I think, that you were playing. I don't know. I probably plugged my... I. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Didn't have that until 2006. So this is 2002. How would I have those songs? I guess I wouldn't. Maybe I had the CD. No, I, I didn't Maybe... burn a CD. Jared Havakin had a CD burner. I remember that because that's the only reason I have anything from freshman year. We were all connected on the network, though. So maybe you just went on the network and got them. But where would I put them? On my computer? Yeah. And then listen to them on my computer? Maybe. And then you listen to them while you're chatting on AOL Instant Messenger. That's true. Yeah, I'm awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my birthday quiz questions from last year what was my AOL <laughs> messenger name <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so <clears throat> did you go to any concerts when was your first Mason concert then that was in right after I got home from my mission okay but are, so are we gonna talk through all of them like in order yeah or, I just wanted to know okay. what your experience was so I'll skip first to that and then we'll go back to 1997, I have, guess. Have you seen him live? I have not. Okay. I don't go to live concerts except for when I win them on the radio. <laughs> and then I forgot about that. And then in high school, I went to like a 311 concert. And then I went to Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I went used to, to go a lot. Concert. <laughs> when was that? In high school? That was freshman year. Okay. <laughs> My brother... Uh, my parents wanted the whole family to go to a Moody Blues concert together. <laughs> and so my brother was living over in Wymount, and they took me up to Salt Lake to, I think, the Delta Center. It could have been. It was big. And That's sat awesome. by a bunch of these. <laughs> I think I got beer almost spilled on me sitting next. <laughs> no, my brother was in Iraq. So it was my sister-in-law just picked me up. And drove me to Salt Lake. Oh, <laughs> that was kind of, that was awkward. Just because. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. All right. So, yeah, that was my experience. My experience was from you. Um, and then 2004, the, uh, what album was that? 
the that use your voice use your voice came out and i remember that website very clearly um in kaiko at an internet shop and going to that website and they had like a couple songs that you could listen to and i remember uh-huh. like the uh oh what song was it lemon grove avenue it's like oh this is great this is so great mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right that was my like yeah, and I haven't been to any recent well, concerts or anything. I think that'd be fun too right now, maybe. What was what was the last Mason Jennings album you listened to before you just stopped following him? Bone Clouds. Okay. I made it to Indie Ever. I didn't listen to Indie Ever. And Well and How Deep Is the River uh, I've heard before because that's on like a Pandora station that I listen to. Uh-huh. And Mason comes up once in a while and I do a thumbs up so Mason keeps on circulating. How Deep Was the River, I've heard just because of that, but I didn't know what year it was from or didn't follow that album at all. And I've a never, lot of these... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those bad songs in, in the ever. A lot of these I had downloaded. Like, I had the albums, but I don't think I ever listened to them. I think The Flood I listened to once... I know there was one of them where I was like, have I heard this before? And by the end, I think I convinced myself that maybe I'd listened to it once before. Well, The but... Flood has a bunch of songs that are old. Yeah, that's that's why I'm not sure. Because, like, I don't know. That really threw Some me. Of the... I'm like, yeah. And it's 2010, The Flood, I'm listening to it. And all of a sudden, like, better than that. And two things you should know with the bird whistle shows up. I'm like, uh-huh. I've ha- I have this. I'm this is old. <laughs> well, and the the other one that he that I recognize is the "So Many Ways to Die," uh-huh. but he says he sings lyrics like um, "Driving while you text," and it's like nobody was driving while they text in the '90s, so I know I wasn't listening to that song freshman year. <laughs> like, when did I listen to this? I don't know. In the Ever is the last one that like I definitely remember listening to, but I guess we'll get to that. Well, I don't have a lot of notes on. One, two, three, four, five albums. Just because I've heard them so many times. Uh-huh. So we can go through and name some favorites and some least favorites from those albums. But most of the notes that I took were on like Bone Clouds and After. Yeah. <clears throat> so the other thing that my notes are all out of order because I, I have them in the order of wikipedia so it's like all the albums and then all the eps and then all the live stuff and then all just the random stuff that i found everywhere else so it's not very chronological well let's go off of your order then okay should i share my screen or do you want to share your screen oh can i share my screen you share your screen all right my notes are pretty messy well i wrote my notes in a in a book oh that's nice with a pen (laughs) It was very exciting in different colors over multiple days, because I work on the on the laptop and I just have it on. Yeah, it works better. I didn't want to write the notes on my work laptop. Yeah, I just have them. I use <coughs> Google Keep, which is just like a checklist thing, so then I can do it in the web browser or on my phone or whatever. I'll just share my whole screen. You can see everything. How's that look? Nice. It looks wonderful. So this is how I listen to Mason Jennings. <laughs> I go On to YouTube? Yeah, Mason Jennings' page, and he has these playlists, and all the albums are there. Oh. Do you have to listen to ads? Nope. That's nice. Isn't that, isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so yeah, there's the little ad block icon. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself at home. I'm going out across the street. It's just so clean. And it starts out with him just singing. And it gives me more appreciation for this album, listening to his like live one-on-one uh, -on -one chat. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't believe it. Like he's like, I got these this four track recorder. I didn't listen to myself play. I was just going. He said it was going on in his mind and keeping uh -huh. time. There's no way. Well, I think he was saying like for the first track, like he'd play the drums, just imagining the guitar parts and the vocals in his head rather than like playing to a metronome. So I'm sure when he played along later, he was playing along to his drum track. Okay, that makes sense. What I do... Because otherwise, there's just, there's no way. What I do is I have my guitar, and I just track one, I sing and play the guitar, mm -hmm. and then track two is just the guitar, and then track three is just the singing. <laughs> uh, and then you cut out your first <laughs> and take. And then I cut out the first take. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with the piano, too. All right. So let's listen to a little bit more. Oh, I can't hear it. Can you not hear any of it? Mm-mm. But I'm sharing my screen. Isn't there like some setting to like share your computer audio? You can see my screen though. I can, yeah. All right, now try this. Make yourself at home, I'm going out across the street to get us some water. This water's brown, and I'm so embarrassed to have you here, but I want you around. Usually I sing, play you my guitar. That's great. Here's some of Butterfly. up in your words today do you think about me what do you think about me and if it comes down it's still about the sweet little things you say after all that i've run from where the fuck did you come from butterfly baby i still have my doubts about you cause... i mean it's how, so good how come 2018 mason can't sound like 20, 1997 mason <laughs> I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like part of it is just the simplicity that makes it good. But like, I don't know. Well, he went back like, to a super simple formula in 2010, the flood. Uh-huh. But it's still not quite the same. And then he's like going crazy in a cabin somewhere and playing with honky tonk pianos. And, <laughs> and oh, the distortion album. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know, one one of the other things we'll go maybe we need to go a little bit out of order. Cause um did you listen to the live show from like nineteen ninety seven? That one was really good. Yeah. And it I guess live at the cave. I think Yeah. I think both discs was like before 
this album was recorded and like so many of these songs show up on like all of his albums uh-huh. it's like he just had tons and tons of songs to draw from so he just probably chose the best ones i don't know but also on he this... chose the best ones front loaded and then he's like well i'll just do that 1996 song move or whatever and add it to or the flood uh-huh add it to my 2010 album from 13 years later yeah but he already used the good songs from that time frame and he's uh-huh. not so writing any other leftovers <laughs> um but i don't know one thing th- so this like the live 1997 stuff was like maybe my favorite stuff that i hadn't heard before uh-huh. and i think i had heard some of them freshman year just like random limewire downloads um because like i the knew magician. a lot of these songs the magician is in uh the 2010 the flood yeah and well, i, I think... wrote a note next to it saying that i don't like it <laughs> i like this version of it better but yeah well it's live and it's simple mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is the one where he's singing really weird he sings i yeah like it's purposely it's like, old man it's like an indie girl singer it was it was distracting but i liked it uh, yeah do um do isabella part two that's the one where he sings the weirdest it's like he's singing from his mouth instead of his chest it's like from the back of his mouth uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah that's fun of my very own house Isabella, Isabella Don't treat me Like I'm dead and gone I, I just want to see My baby daughter Before her childhood is gone It's still good though It's just yeah, funny how it's he great. But yeah it seems like he just had All these songs and like listening to this Like I get like the early bob dylan comparisons and stuff he just like mm-hmm. has these great songs he's just a guy with a guitar and he gets up and sings them and just sounds amazing like what album is hospital and jails on isn't that like his that's on album? uh yeah like century um, spring century spring it? yeah and a bunch of those songs ended up on simple life uh-huh we could sip beneath the evening let the day turn blue I could never let the darkness replace the thought of you. It's fun that I like, I mean, some, I feel like I like the album version better than the live version of these ones, but then the new ones, I like the live version better than the album version. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think the first one like that for me um, is Crown. That's on the second disc of the live stuff. Because I remember I had that one freshman year. And it's like so stripped down and acoustic. And then then the one on on Use Your Voice is like way louder with the harmonica. and. So which one do you like better, though? I don't know. It's just like every time I hear it on the album, I'm like, that's not what this song sounds like. Yeah, where's the harmonica at? I took the train up from Illinois. I was following through. It's like he's learning the crown right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
It's like he's looking at <laughs> one chord at a time. He's looking at a tab, and he's like just doing. <laughs> uh-huh. Where's your strumming, Mason? Always be well, it goes completely a cappella for the first chorus. True to yourself, to the bitter end. I don't want to be together. I don't want to be apart. I don't want none of this love for you, honey. Deep, deep down in my heart. So this, what year was this live at the cave? It says 1998, but was yeah. it? Yeah. So I downloaded these from a program called SoulSeek that's a lot like LimeWire. So it's just downloaded from somebody's computer. I don't know where it is, but it sounds like 97 still. The folder said 97, but then you put the files in iTunes and it says 98 for the second one. So Crown was like the first song of Use Your Voice, right? Uh-huh. And that was 2004. But this is 1997. He had all these songs banked and written. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh huh. It's like he was just on fire when he was in his early twenties, and then just wrote it for as long as he could. That's a lot of albums that he wrote it for, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too bad. I mean, that's the thing about bands and like, uh. <clears throat> Why can't they keep up the success that they had early on? Like, uh-huh. what what was that spark that gave Mason these like brilliant songs all at once? And then he couldn't put them all on one album, so yeah, might as well use these good songs and other albums throughout the years. But then, <clears throat> why can't you write more songs like that ten years later? <laughs> I don't know. I I've never written like <laughs> I've never written like a brilliant song before, so I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I don't have like my style. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like like he had this is like his origin <clears throat> story, right? Like all these songs and him playing these shows where like you hear at the end of the song there's like six people clapping, mm-hmm. like just tiny, and then it all kind of comes together, you know, he records this demo with like one microphone on the drums and one mi- microphone on you know each instrument totally not doing it right but he like has an ear for it and he has good songs and it just like sparks this great thing and then like where does it go from there you know i expect it to like keep building and building but well let's just focus on like that's the best part of the story we'll focus on the good right now well we'll trash on all of his bad stuff and then come around to how great he is okay (laughs) Um, it was fun listening to these live ones though I mean yeah. it's, it's funny how he's like thank you thank you very much or whatever he says the same uh, thank you at the end of every song and it was so fun <laughs> like he's not expecting people to clap for him uh huh yeah, I'm just looking at my notes I think I talked about everything on that one This is the field. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the same as in the field. I have no idea. 
Oh well. All right, so we'll get to it. So that's so I've got all those. Oh, so what's what's the best song from Mason Jennings' 1997 debut album? Okay. Um, How about best three songs? Best three songs: um, Big Sur, California Part Two, and Darkness Between Fireflies. Those are my top three. Big Sur's so good. I really like it. I like how it's like three different songs. Uh-huh. This is the second song. And it goes crazy. How it started on the upbeat and his drums and the sailing yeah, on a silver ship out to the open, lonely, and realizing that our friendship's been broken. And the funny thing to me is how quickly it slips away and leaves you thinking of the things that were never spoken. That's the part where he was saying in the live stream that he has two guitars, and that's why he had to cut the drums for that part. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then he was, like, showing, like, he had that slide that he was, like, sliding up and down. He was like, this is what I did during this part. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was funny. Well, and he had he had his original tapes, and he was reading song names off them, and he had, like, two or three songs that I've never heard before. It's like, I want to hear those. Like, I want to hear the outtakes from this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and the California uh, part two? Mm-hmm. Just so classic. California part one is so good, though. Yeah, they're both great. It has that slow fade in. Yeah, that's good. And Godless is just the worst. That's a skipper. But then he's like, <clears throat> on his live stream, he was saying that how he'd play the album or he'd play all these songs. Or no, people would buy the album and tell him how much they loved the album except for the song Godless. But they'd uh-huh. always skip it. I'm like, hey, I always skip that one too. And he's like, yeah, they don't. They don't realize that I wrote that song too. <laughs> He's like, that's my song too, and I put it on the album because I like and it. And they just tell him to his face that they don't like. <laughs> you don't it. like it. That's funny. No, like I have mixed feelings about it. I don't skip it, but 
it's definitely my least favorite. <clears throat> and I, I kind of feel like the lyrics are just not great. Yeah, did he play wow. that um, when, when you went to a concert after your mission? I don't think so. Was it like a rockin' concert, or was it, it more was, like a him on piano? It was just him, just him with his guitar, and I think he played piano on some. But We'll, we'll get to his band another. 1997's great. Darkness mm -hmm. Between Fireflies is just like an all-time classic, though. And I just like the start of Butterfly. Yeah. The distortion and the tremolo on that guitar, it sounds really good. And then this is just a fun one just to play. Mm -hmm. I woke up before you in the total darkness. Early morning, I could hear the wind in the trees. Great. All right, that was Mason Jennings' debut album. Yeah. So let's see, did I miss anything? This, so this is that's probably my favorite album. There are yeah. a couple other contenders, but I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah. No, that's fair. Birds flying away. That's about it. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's nothing that you sent me that's EP or something in between that. This one. This is, what, 2000, no. 2000 or 2001? Uh, I have 2000. 2000. All right. So this has Confidant. United States Global Empire, Dialed from Our One True Love. That's another classic Mason. Mm -hmm. Black Panther and Dr. King. I played uh, Dr. King really loud, or sang it really loud for Rachel <laughs> on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Starshine Quietly is great. The Mountain is fun. The Bird Trapped in His Heart, right? Mm -hmm. Duluth. Yeah. Which one's Duluth again? That's the one that's like almost a cappella. It's just the percussion. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a little bit of it. Listen to it. I'm going to marry that boy, right? He's like singing this. Nobody says the, the things he says. <laughs> Nobody moves like he moves. Nobody. It's okay. Train Leaving Gray is like a bedtime song for my kids that I sing like every night. <laughs> That's one that I, I learned that on guitar freshman year. And as soon as I learned it, it was like the only song that I ever played. Like that was like the default song. When you pick up a guitar, you play that. Yeah. Hoping that I'll see you on the street. Sure. Kind of day. Nothing. I get these two albums mixed up. Like, I can't remember which one is on which. Like, these two just go hand in hand. Earth yeah. Flying Away and Mason Jennings. It could all be, like, one album. They seem different to me. Like, there are some good ones on Birds Flying Away, but it also has, like, from this era, it's probably my least favorite. Well, United States Global Empire is silly. I mm -hmm. like it, though. Black Panther and Dr. King. All these Like, this is where on. he's getting, yeah, like, political but like i feel like whenever he gets political like he just seems like vaguely angry at the government and not really i don't know i feel like he kind of loses the plot a little bit yeah when he sings about politics or religion yeah his religion songs aren't the best all of them well and <laughs> my my first note that i have on this album yeah and i guess 
This is directed at you. Okay. It's saxophone? With a question mark. <laughs> How do you feel about the saxophone? Which one's that on? Uh, it's on a bunch of these. Watch I think it. it's on United States Global Empire. Like towards oh, the yeah, end, doesn't a, it get kind of crazy? That's a fun, crazy one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think it's on Black Panther. You know what? It's just part of it. Starshine quietly definitely has it. That's kind of nice. I'm for it. I mean, I don't have any problems with the saxophone on this album. It's just the sound of those songs. I couldn't picture them without a saxophone. Yeah. It is nice. I, I mean, that, that's a, it's more of a clarinetty sound on this one. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Black Panther saxophone solo. I think they're fun. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. And I think this comes up in a lot of his decision making is it's like, okay, I'm like an acoustic folk singer. I need a saxophone. Or like, <laughs> I need a bunch of distorted guitars. Like, just the directions he goes just seem kind of odd. I think the saxophone like kind of works, but I don't love it. Yeah. I. There. Yeah, it's not classic. Is he's trying to like go out of his acoustic, just him and a microphone and an acoustic guitar, and it's interesting that he adds a saxophone on the second album. Uh huh. Without like adding, why not a mandolin or why not like a whatever? Or like strings. I think it was like on his seventh or eighth album that you first hear like violins and cellos and stuff. It's like, why wasn't that the first thing he thought to do? So maybe, I don't know if confidence is. Which one's the worst song on this album? I like Confidant. I. I don't really like Black Panther Duluth, or Birds Flying Away. Birds Flying Away. It's okay, but I don't love it. Drifted to a town. I guess so. I'm more partial to it because I know it and I like singing. Uh huh. So um, I was gonna save this for the end for all of the like miscellaneous random garbage that I found, but I think it was the day before yesterday I found a really bad ska cover of that song yes. by Streetlight Manifesto. What? It's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It's so bad. I mean, it's really well recorded and like well done. They're a really professional band. Oh, it's so slow. But yeah, it's just, and it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Birds Flying Away. <clears throat> This is exciting. <laughs> this one. No, this one. You'll have to skip around because it has a bunch of different sections. Okay. It's a different key already. Drifted to a town on the Cuban coast. I met a woman who became my life. No when I saw 
Yep. <laughs> Sour harmonies. Huh? Oh. Just saying the harmonies are sour. Yeah, they don't sound good. They got the ska sound down with the twangy bass and the drums, mm -hmm. the, the pressing drums and the the upbeat uh or the, the yeah, the upbeat guitar. Yeah, the, the syncopated guitar. Yeah, syncopated guitar. Yep, yeah, they. I remember when I stopped being interested in ska, they were like the band that was starting to get really big right when I started to not care. <laughs> and I remember they were like inspired by like boy bands and stuff. Oh, no. They'd like put on a show and do dances. And... Oh, that was a fun pull, Sean. Good find. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> And then the light's a classic one. What do you think of the little beatboxing thing in the light? Yeah, it's fun. It's fine. Yeah. I was ready to cringe at it, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered. No, I think he did this in one of his live shows and didn't do a beatbox. I don't remember. I can't remember either, but I missed the beatbox. No, you didn't. But... <laughs> this one a cover no i remember playing it in the dorm rooms all the time mm -hmm. but th you probably so did a cover this... of train leaving gray i did it was really bad i think everyone's done a bad cover of train <laughs> leaving gray it's easy but it's hard to sound good enough. yeah i mean you can play the guitar part but if you don't have his voice i mean that's the whole song mm -hmm. i definitely don't have his voice so I think ballad is number one. Yep. Uh, the lights and train leaving gray are two and three. I think I agree with that. Yeah. Duluth is on the bottom. I don't mind Duluth, but it's not my favorite. I, like I think the bottom for me is United States Global Empire mm -hmm. and Black Panther. Yeah. Confidence, right? And if the world comes misery, comes jealousy and pain. It's, yeah, it's a perfect song to open the album. Yeah. This was so. This was listening to these songs. I was listening with a much more like critical ear than I ever have before, and I did notice like there's some weird production stuff. Like on the light, the snare drum just sounds really bad. 
there's another one where like the hi-hat just like sticks way out of the mix like stuff that i just would never pay attention to but since i was paying attention uh-huh. it's like yeah you can tell this is like a pretty low budget affair but it's still really good i was just enjoying it the first four albums or so mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i started getting like my ears picked up and i've got a lot of bones to pick with bone <laughs> clouds i'm looking forward to it oh man I well yeah because i bought that album i bought the cd oh my gosh in colorado springs probably all right <laughs> is that all for all your notes from uh birds or yeah birds flying away that's it Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, that's the uh, the mixer. The mixer does that for some reason. Man, I'm just going to click on it. Click on playlists. Close this thing. <laughs> and my internet's normally slow, and then I share a screen, and it gets doubly slow. So what are we doing? Century Spring now? Yeah, there's Century Spring and Simple Life that were both 2002. Yeah, which one's first? Which is crazy. I don't know. I think Century Spring. Is that what's on Wikipedia? Well, they both just say 2002. But yeah, that's the order that they're in. All right, we'll just do Century Um, Spring. I thought I could live Living in the moment is fine. I like it. It's a good, clean Mason song with clean production. And it's kind of cheesy in like the, it's just a cheesy living in the moment with the friends I love. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it's good. You can't feel bad listening to it. Uh kind of like listening to modern weezer and like this is what you're falling back on and and trying to work with rather than like good songs you're just doing these weird pop songs <laughs> question decision making and modern, i don't know modern mason sorry song signs on crash machines is a fun piano one yeah and i like how the he goes up like two octaves uh-huh Where is it? I think it's in the chorus. Oh no, here it is. Yeah, right there. It's fun. That's what Ben Queller was missing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you gotta go up two octaves on those <laughs> You chords. gotta do that part. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben Queller had a fun Ben Queller voice on his rendition uh-huh. of this one. Not bad. Yeah. I don't know when when I listen to these in order like this like as soon as that first song comes on it's like oh he has a really good bass player now and like 
somebody who like knows what they're doing in the studio yeah like it's just obviously like more professional Mm -hmm. and i think in a good way yep you know later on it gets more professional in a very bad way (laughs) so this one's fine and new york city's a classic like i would be okay if his distortion was like this good when the band comes in and the drums kick in um yeah there's a i have a pretty note much on another all solid song. songs oh what's your note oh well i can't remember what it is but when we get to it it's this song is trying to be new york city and oh. not working <laughs> <laughs> like one of his 2013 songs maybe i don't remember we'll get there but yeah dewey dell is okay i don't love it I agree. But it's still okay. Yeah, it's okay. Forgiveness is another fun piano one. That's good. Century Spring. Through our love, there runs century spring what we've got is all falsetto part Well, but the other falsetto like, part of yeah. the end. <laughs> but it's it's kind of okay. Yeah, I can't complain about it. Yeah, that's fine. It just sort of seems like a sign of things to come because there are other times where he tries to do weird stuff like that and it doesn't work yeah i think it works and then bullet where did bullet come from i don't know it's that's maybe this is the bullet my least favorite on the album what the fuck if i was standing in your shoes i'd throw my hand straight up and start explaining at the speed of light not sound how the words get some coffee came to me get down and all the king's horses and it's got some classic talk singing though yeah, like I like the song, but he does his weird nonsense lyrics, and some of them work, but a lot of them are just nonsense. What year is this? 2002? He's not with Jack. When does he get with Jack Johnson and get influenced by that kind of crowd? Oh. I think that's like. It's, I think, before Use Your Voice. Yeah. Okay. So sometime between like 2002 and 2004. So Lemon Grove Avenue, he's inspired by touring with Jack Johnson in San uh-huh. Diego. 
and Southern Cross was inspired by surfing with those Australian dudes while he was on tour with them. Yeah. <clears throat> All the kings yen couldn't your own sweet lips. So funky right there. It's a fun song. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just so different from every other song on this album. Yeah. Sounds so sad sometimes. Today it sounds happy like a nursery rhyme. And you're not Cinderella, so don't forget your shoes. I've never been as lonely as when I was with you. Hey, oh yes, the song is a scream. <laughs> it's it's fun. Killer's Creek. I love that song. This. This is probably, I mean, I'm sure this is something that he wrote in 1996 or whatever. It sound, probably, I don't know. It sounds like he couldn't squeeze this on his first album. Mm-hmm. I followed you to Killer's Creek on motorcycle. Streets were fast and filled with flames. Kids were screaming. Whoa, talk to me, please. I beg you. That's such a clean piano sound, too. Uh huh. I don't know why he went with this honky tonk, crappy piano sound in later albums. <laughs> it was distracting how bad the piano sounded. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love this song. Yeah, this is a good one. That might be number one on the album. I don't think it was always my number one, but I think at this point in my life it is. This one's a fun one to play, too. Mm-hmm. I always forget it, though. Yeah, I've never, like, had it memorized. I had it memorized at one time and then instantly forgot it. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, you go no, away for a week I, I and get it. like, it's gone. I don't remember it. <laughs> Some songs I've memorized and I, like, I know them for the rest of my life. And Adrian's okay. Yeah, I have a story about that one. Adrian? Let's listen to a little first. Looking down from the apple tree My hands tied in back of me With this Trust me, son, that one day soon You'll be on the bottom where the boat breaks through To let our freedom in again We don't fear death, my Adrian Is it just him and acoustic all the time? Yeah 
troubles teach. I mean, so that's a classic. Just Mason and his guitar. It's fine, right? So it's it's good. I like that song. So the song is about like a black man being lynched, you know, and talking to his son Adrian and telling him to like have hope, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that's the premise of the song. So my first semester back after my mission, maybe the second semester, I was living in the the wood house though. Um, I took a, an American literature class. And so we were learning about a lot of like slavery and post-slavery and civil rights and that kind of stuff from the literature written by the people involved. Right. Yeah. So we were talking about lynching. There was this guy in my class who was kind of like a, a brown noser this guy named Dwight and so I really didn't like him so I'm leaving class one day and I overhear him having a conversation with the teacher saying oh there's this great song by Mason Jennings about this and I'm like oh man maybe I don't like Mason Jennings anymore if this guy likes him and then the next class she played the song for the whole class and it was just like so it felt so wrong to me like we're learning about African-American history by listening to some white guy sing about it in a room full of like all white people. It just, I, I didn't like it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any bad experiences with Adrian. So I just take it as it is just a song. I, I'm a little bit over it now. I just remember being so uncomfortable. And it's like when you, you play a song for someone that they don't like, you know, you just sit there for uh-huh. two minutes and 59 seconds. Yeah. So it was like, just had to sit there the whole time thinking about how, this song that I like is completely inappropriate. For yeah, or situation. if someone pulls out their phone, opens up a Studio C skit and tries to show you the Studio C skit that they think is hilarious and you've never seen it before and you're just looking at it like, I don't get it. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> so you try to like smile. Yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You listened to Adrian in college. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cringe. That so. is... Dwight ruined it, huh? He did. So he's, Killers he's Creek probably is a cool one. guy, though. I feel like I have this bad image of him, but he's probably like a really cool guy. If one of our listeners knows a Dwight that loves Mason Jennings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe Sorry Signs on Cash Machines is like three. Wait, what's your number two? Oh, Killers Creek, East of Eden, and Sorry Signs and Cash Machines. Maybe Mine's probably Is New York City on there. That's probably my number three. East of Eden, I like, but it's not one of the top songs for me. What's your two? Uh, probably Sorry Signs on Cash Machines. And then New York City. And I, yeah, and then I really like Century Spring, Living in the Moment, Forgiveness. I like a lot mostly because it's fun to play on the piano. And East of Eden, those are all kind of like the mid tier. Yeah. And Bullet's just like an outlier that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I still like it, though. I kind of feel the same way I do about the first album. Like, they're all just good songs. I'm not going to skip any of them. That's true. I'll just play this album straight through. Mm-hmm. Even Dewey Dale is kind of boring, but it's fine. Yeah, it's not so bad that I'm going to skip it. Any other notes on this one? That's all I got. Cool. Oh, there's that that part in um Century Spring where he says his wife's name, Amy, 
and then they got divorced. So I bet that's an awkward song for him to sing now. But when did they get divorced? I don't know. I just saw it on his his website and on the live streams. He was talking about Josie. Me and Josie are so glad to be here with you. Whatever. Yeah. Well, his so. last album, the 2018, is just a love songs for Josie, pretty much, right? Uh huh. Which isn't good. That's sad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I'm glad he's in love, though. Yeah. Um, this is a Sounds classic. like he went through a dark time. Yeah. Like, he was going, he was, like, trapped away, agoraphobic, or afraid uh-huh. of everything in a cabin somewhere like, in Minnesota. Just, anxiety and agoraphobia, just like. And he couldn't write songs, and he was just, like, freaking out for years. That's so sad. Yeah, that made me um, have a lot more sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after so this is Hospital and Jails, which we saw on We could sit beneath the Which we saw on the live mm-hmm. nineteen ninety seven. But this one just sounds so neat. Turn blue. I that train to wherever we call God. Maybe it's in Massachusetts or Maybe not, it's just a you and I, it's just a you and I, my dear, you and I, it's just a you and I, it's just a you and I, you and I, turns into hospitals and jails, I can always count on your love to be my bail, and we'll go traveling on from year to year. that's just an acoustic one too right yeah i so i didn't find very much information about like any of these albums besides this first one Uh but the wikipedia page says in 2002 jennings released studio album century spring and a fans only collection of acoustic songs simple life so i guess this was like kind of his throwaway like here's all these other songs that i used to have and i'll you know, do a quick studio recording of them for the fans, but it's like one of his best albums. Yep. Except for 12-8 time is the worst. <laughs> I thought I had in my mind that you hate that song. <laughs> I, I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite. I don't like it at all. Isabel's good. good singer songwriter just there with his guitar picking and singing lilacs is an <clears throat> instrumental but it's probably like his best guitar playing mm-hmm. no. it's intricate because mm-hmm. i know the rough general tab and i can play it generally but then he does all these like crazy pulls and cameras ons and uh-huh like well in- that that's the thing I can't figure out is because most of the time I'm just convinced like he's not a very technically good musician, you know, like all his piano songs are in C uh-huh. and he's just playing open chords and yep. like not really doing anything fancy. But then every once in a while he does something like this that it's like maybe he's really, really good and just not doing that stuff. 
I don't know why he spent so know. much time on the piano. And after playing so many years of piano, you'd think he'd be better. Uh huh. You think he'd like practice and learn some stuff. <laughs> practice but... and learn some different keys, or <laughs> like yeah. it kind of works, but it only works for so long, I guess. It works until you get into like 2016, and you're still doing the same same stuff that you were doing in yeah. 2000. I'm like, oh man. And then you go listen to like someone that's really good, like a Ben Folds or even Ben Queller's intricate yeah. on the piano. And it's not that hard. I don't know. This is a good song. fun well that's the other thing from his use your voice live stream was he talked about how he broke his pinky and that made it hard to play guitar i don't know like when in time that happened but playing basketball Uh (laughs) here's simple life it's a good song Well, she's sitting on the edge of my bed Taking her shirt off over her head I should be somewhere else But I am right here instead Yeah, that's a minute That's a quick burn Summer dress is fine Two chords Uh-huh Yeah, that's fine Dark clouds coming, on We go to the sea I mean, it's one of his best albums And it's a throwaway album uh-huh. And then in the flood in 2010, that's an acoustic album with no drums, and they're crap. Well, it's like he made his first album from his collection of songs, and then this album was the B sides that were really good but didn't make the cut for his first album, and then the flood is like the stuff that wasn't even good good enough for the B side album, <laughs> but it's still like the best album he put out after this after one. this one yeah that's right no use your voice no there yeah that's that wasn't a fair <laughs> statement but it, it tells the right story yeah, that's right little details is fine uh it's not so bad lines on the road i take i'm not blessed with breaks i've got no place to be the things i love always get up isabella part two it's not my favorite i like it Isabella, Isabella, don't you turn me down. I've been knocking on the front door of my very own house. He goes into some like whisper talking. Oh, yeah, I don't love that part. I have to love me like you better. Is on my mind. I can hardly help but think of all the damage we have left behind us. Isabella, Isabella, I know where you keep your gun. Don't think that I've forgotten all that you've done. It's still good. I mean, I can't not like it. In My Grave is okay. I like that a lot. That was the other one I recorded freshman year. And did okay. a really bad job. Hollow body, bones, and shoes. You can never get back what you lose. When will I stop crying? When will I stop crying? 
Well, all the dreams have gone from my worried. Nope. Not my favorite. <laughs> you gonna die. That one's okay. Pardon me, my dear. You've gone straight to my head. It's not been two months that I expected to be dead. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little bit funky and it's just acoustic Mason just singing and playing. I feel like a lot of these songs are when he was like kind of finding his voice still, you know, like we have versions of these where he's singing through his teeth all weird uh-huh. and it kind of shows, but they're still good songs. Well, that's what you could do in Isabella. Isabella, Isabella. Uh-huh. And sound like an old man singing it. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> Amphetamine girl. Is up. I like it. Yeah. It's kind of fun. A fun, like twangy. Uh, guitar sound that I like. She told me, let's stay out late, stay out late, let's walk the world. Well, she told me it was my mistake, my mistake. Who that amphetamine girl? And here's 12-8 time. Your favorite. 12 time seemed to her to be some sort of life of crime with the handcuffs and the billy clubs coming down on me she said rock and roll don't give her nothing but bad dreams she bought now her key it don't fit i'm not gonna let her in knock knock let me in but the song's not in 12 8 time right <laughs> I don't know what 12-8 time is. It's just in 4-4. I'm not sure. That's nonsensical lyrics again. No, 12-8 time is like... Wait. Hold on. I don't know what 12-8 time is. It's it's the key signature, 12-8 time. So you have like four four groups of three. So it's like triplets. It's like 6-8, but two bars in each bar. 12-8. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. song's just in 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why it's nonsensical. Like, I've never <laughs> never like deconstructed 12-8 time because I don't care about it. What do you think about <laughs> Rebecca DeVille? I think it's okay, but it's too long. It's so long. Dove Rebecca DeVille Now I wonder if she was a real But you can dream directions my sweet I will just stay away I don't like it I think it's okay as like the last song on this CD of like really short songs mm-hmm. but it's definitely my least favorite is that true yeah I think so I might not like it more than 12-8 times since it's longer <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and more boring. Yeah. And there's no like, like verses and choruses and he's all over the place. It's just a story song, but it's like rambling. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really have a hook. I don't yeah, know. that's still what's number one on here. 
Um. Oh gosh. <clears throat> I don't know. Like this one, I kind of think of more as like an album. It's hard for me to pick out. Yeah, that's right. Which songs I like. I know I don't like Family Tree. It's easier to know the songs that you don't uh-huh. like. Uh-huh. There's like three three of them maybe that I don't really like. I'll listen but to I, I still like them. I'll still, yeah, I'll still listen to it. Any other notes on this one? Oh, I haven't been looking at my notes. I don't have a lot of notes on this one because it's just good. I mean, it's probably like my second or third favorite of his albums. I don't know which, but... Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't have any notes on this one or the first five. The first five are fine. There's a couple of songs I skip or that I don't like as much as the rest of them. But they're like, this is the classic Mason voice in songs, Mm -hmm. which makes sense because they were all written at the same time period. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we already said this, but like just the fact that this came out the same year as Century Spring is just nuts that he put out two albums so good in one year yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty much my only note (laughs) and then we were i mean it was new when you heard of them right fall of 2002 is probably when you got into mason i guess so yeah so they were there and then i had them as well somehow (laughs) (laughs) cds i guess i don't remember no like i specifically remember having like mp3s of these four full albums yeah so i i got them from somewhere yeah like i had them on i think i had them on an mp3 cd and then i had an mp3 cd player do you remember those i do yeah i remember your mp3 cd uh-huh. <laughs> that was like my driving prized... with Jana and trying to figure out yeah this notebook or this bunch of pieces of paper yeah which, which album like how to program it to play whatever album yeah I, I put i ripped all my albums to mp3s <laughs> and then i made like a word document that uh-huh. just listed which albums were on each disc so you had to like look through the key to find out <laughs> yeah you have to, to know to. what great. disc or what yeah, what there's like a key number that you have to punch in to go to whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> to go to the right folder. The right folder, yeah. Yeah, and I I remember I put um Velcro on the bottom of it and on the dash so you could stick the CD player to the <laughs> dash of the car. It was beautiful. That is a good idea. Oh, that's awesome. All right, use your voice. That was a fun acoustic use your voice that he did. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, kind of want one for every album, even the bad albums. Yeah, playlists. Use your voice. Oh, it's just him with the guitar, right? That's right. Oh yeah, what he was saying, like that first album, Mason Jennings. He's like, yeah, we just took that picture and it kind of like got screwed up and it made my forehead a lot smaller, and so I was happy about that. (laughs) So it does look like he's got a different shaped face. Yeah, it doesn't look like the same person. (laughs) It doesn't. Now this one is just him in an army jacket with a with a short haircut and playing his what was it, like a Wilson guitar or something like that like a Martin Martin that's right they hung that picture up in their office or whatever in their factory so this is Crown and we heard Crown live at the beginning of this episode and now we'll hear it studio produced. Thank you. 
took the train up from Illinois. I was following through. It's a good first song of this album. It is good. He said in his uh in his live stream that this is the song that he's probably played the most live uh-huh. and it makes sense like it's a good song yeah he did a good job on his life with his like his harmonica holder and mm-hmm. playing <clears throat> i like the uh i mean it was a low quality documentary and sometimes like i don't know if my computer messed up or if the mp4 was messed up but like the voices didn't match like the audio oh, no. <laughs> and so i had to like start it over or like shut it down and open it up and go to the middle and then it worked i'm not sure what was happening with my computer at that point yeah well i've never ripped a dvd before and so i got it and i looked up how to rip a dvd in vlc and it VLC. said click like click these three buttons and I'm like, okay. Like it didn't let me choose like my settings or resolution or like what audio format to use. And that's just what came out. So. It worked. I had to download VLC to, to watch it, but. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Cause this one's like my throwaway computer. Uh huh. I, yeah, we reformatted the, uh, the hard drive and put in a solid state drive. So I had to start over on it with Windows 10. And I just never got okay. to see on it. But it was fun because of how his interactions with the band members. Like it's just uh-huh. Mason Jennings, but then all of a sudden there's like other personalities with there. And that bass player was hilarious. And the drummer yeah. was just like this old kind of grumpy guy. <laughs> uh-huh. That lied yeah. about his age. I don't know if that was a joke, but that was hilarious. It was. Um <laughs> Yeah, that bass player, like, I don't know, I, I really, I, I think he's kind of super obnoxious in uh-huh. the in yeah. the documentary. No, it's but hilarious like, how obnoxious he was because uh-huh. Mason and the other guys didn't Which like, is like it. not having it. Yeah. but like he's such a good bass player. Like he's a really good sideman. Like that energy that he brings. Mm-hmm is like really good i don't know that he would be a good like front man for a band but it's like perfect for like keeping things moving um he played for ben queller a little bit after that i saw ben queller in 2007 or 2008 and he was playing bass and like it was the same thing he's just like this great bass player that hits all the harmonies and like has this good energy on stage so no he hit the harmonies great and then he, he does he's like dancing around and having a great time and bass is mm-hmm. and, just kind of like straightforward uh-huh. and serious and the drummer is just like playing the drums and that's all he has to do yep. <laughs> but he was good too uh-huh it's like, like yeah there's that... an age limit on this band because you didn't mason didn't, <laughs> he want, didn't anyone want anyone older, older than, than him, him. <laughs> <laughs> so he lied about his age <laughs> oh man I have so many notes on the album and on the DVD, and they're in different places. <laughs> well, I'll just keep on going. That's Crown. Here's Light Part 2. And regardless, in the evening, the light is oh, yeah. thrown There down. it is, right there. Setting sun speeds along Yeah, he said it was supposed to be on his first album. Silently crosses everyone. I think it could have been on his first album. I think it's good enough. 
Empire Builder. I like the story about how it's for a train documentary. Uh-huh. It's a pretty good song anyways. All day, every day, I swing my hammer to the metal on the northern railway. It's a fun train song. 14 pictures is kind of boring. There you say Yeah, it's fine. It's lived out. What do you think about Lemon Grove Avenue? So my note on Lemon Grove Avenue is Chad sings Lemon Grove Avenue because I remember you would play it on the guitar. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question or not. <laughs> I don't know if it does. That's just every time I hear it, I just think of his website in 2004 sitting in Geico. Yeah. So, like, my main note on this one is my first thing I said is this album makes me think of video iPods and overwhelming discomfort with life. Because it was like <laughs> right when I came home from my mission yep. and like felt so out of place. And it's like I came back and everybody who knew about Mason Jennings had had this album for like two years. Yeah, And this was just like so emblematic of like those two years that just happened without me. And so, and, and then <laughs> I went to, I went and visited Utah and I went to Jana's apartment and she had to go, I don't remember, on do ninth, something. So, on Ninth East? Oh, I think yeah, it was. it was on Ninth. Yep. It was um, like a down home next uh -huh. to an elementary school. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went there and she, I, maybe she had to like, take a shower and get ready or something. So she just put on the DVD for me. So I'm just sitting there like uncomfortable in someone else's apartment watching this. And I don't know, just the whole experience just makes me feel like I have PTSD or something. That's funny. But so like, because of that, I like this album, but it was never one that like I listened to a lot. Like it wasn't, in, I'd probably listened to it maybe three or four times before now. And so I think it's only now that like I'm really coming around to it. I still don't like it as much as the first four. I don't like it like, as much I, as the I first like four. It. Like I like the light part too, but I never learned it. Lemon Grove Avenue, I think I remember playing it, but I don't remember it right now. And it's not something mm -hmm. I go to and play. Keeping it Keeping real. Keeping it real is the Shrek song. The Shrek, I don't like it. I don't think I've ever liked it. I like it, okay. It was bound to happen and it happened today. Life turned to us to say. Ballad and Paul and Sheila was always kind of boring for me. And even though it, he tells the story about how it's about some senator died in a plane crash or whatever, mm -hmm. it still doesn't give any meaning to me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think all these songs are good. They just don't it's like pretty. stick with me like his other ones do. Uh -huh. it's, a, it's a fine listen. There's no cringing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll listen to Keeping it, keeping it, keeping it real. It kind of reminds me of more of a Jack Johnson vibe, though. Yeah, a little bit. I think it's um, rubbing off on him a little bit on that song. And Lemon Grove Avenue a little bit, too. Like, uh -huh, make your banana that. pancakes. Pretend like it's the weekend. <laughs> That's a, that's another one that like I went I left on my mission loving Jack Johnson and I came back and that existed and I just never got into it. Wasn't that sad? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was like what happened? It used to be well, fun and now it's not that's, fun. 
that's the other thing I can't figure out is like, I have no desire to listen to Jack Johnson or Ben Harper ever again, but I still like Mason Jennings. Like he doesn't fit that, that like genre that he was crammed into, like the, the yeah. surfer bro singer songwriter. I was never a big um, Ben Harper guy. There was a one yeah. or two songs that I liked, but I I wasn't a fan. I liked him a lot, but he was definitely my least favorite of all those guys. Um, yeah, Jack Johnson. Like, do you remember Banana Pancakes? What songs was before your mission that you're a big fan of? He just had two albums out. Was so Bubble was Toes like, out? Bubble Toes was out, and Flake was the other one Flake. that was always on the radio. Yeah, Flake. But like, I loved both of those albums. I listened to them a lot, and then I came back from my mission, and I think I've maybe listened to each of them once since then. And you just cringe through Bubble Toes, just thinking about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes I'll play them on the guitar because it's like I still know them. I still know all the words but I never make it through the whole song, you know? It's like, yeah, this is bad. I do know. It's kind of like <laughs> knowing some, uh, what's the band? Incubus. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, I'm in drop D. I better play that Incubus song. What is it like aquatic transmission uh, or whatever? Oh, the one I know is I miss you, right? Yeah, I miss you. Yep. No, yeah, I miss you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's there's, just the one in There's like drop a D. miss you or wish you were here or... <laughs> Southern Cross, I, I still like. That one to me another song that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Drinking as religion is. Uh, I, I, I like this one, but I think this was one that he wrote forever ago. After all this useless fighting, after all our schemes, Drinking we religion. could sense a final battle. Started picking I don't know if it's on there, but I definitely have evidence. Due to that it lack of good direction, I fell in with yeah, and took to drinking. It's fine, and then it, it's got a good like uh, chorus, and then Ulysses okay. is okay. I'm digging into my old folders, tabs, pre-mission tabs, Mason Jennings. I downloaded just every Mason Jennings tab there was. Duh, duh. And there's one that's drinking as religion. So it existed in some recorded form in what are you pulling? What are you looking into? You've got folders of Mason Jennings I tabs have, that you downloaded yeah. before your mission? Uh-huh. How did you have those? Because um, Jared had a CD burner. And hey, the hard, the hard drives... Over, put those over on the Google Drive. Okay. <laughs> They're like I want to take a look at them in a little. They're bit. littered with errors. It's great. <laughs> Who made them? They just um, went from like Olga or something like that. No, it was like let me see. I'll open one up. They still have all the text in them. There's like an ad at the top, and then at the bottom it says, "Please send any comments, corrections, questions, and other such things to Tabmaster." So I guess Tabmaster is the website I got them That's from. That's funny. Olga was around back then, the online guitar. Yeah, out. that was the best. Yeah. That was right. the best. So maybe the crown 
or just crown the light part to and Lemon Grove Avenue are my top three on this one. I think I like drinking as religion. Crown is my number one and drinking as religion is probably my number two. Yeah. And those are both songs that he wrote in 1997. Yeah. I like, I like, pretty much everything on it like there isn't anything that's bad mm -hmm. but nope they're fine all right those mason jennings tabs are on there sweet and that ulysses is like bah, bah, right uh-huh yeah that's that's one of my notes i say not a fan of buddha times 25 buddha yeah that's right But I mean, it's the song. You can't do it without it. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just how it is. There's no changing it. All right, now we get to Bone Clouds, Sean. Or is there anything else? Wait. I have to look. I'm sure I have more notes on the DVD if that's one. Yeah, let's talk about, about the DVD. Um, what do you think about it? I said it was fun to watch. Uh huh. And then my next note was, I think maybe Mason is sort of a total bro. Oh, interesting. The only bro part I saw, and it was really confusing, and not, I'm like, maybe it was just put there for the DVD, and he's not really like this, but when he's in like this chapel playing the piano next to a heater. He's like, I just got to have my music for like two hours playing. Uh -huh. like, what are you playing? Just chords on the piano? Like, <laughs> are you writing new songs? Like these are songs that you got from 1997. And, oh man, I just got to clear my head and play my music in this chapel. I just got to have a space. It was, it was in a, a dance studio. That's right. right. Some dance studio. I was like, yeah. That's one of my there. other notes. I said I need to find a dance studio that I can hang in, hang out in for three hours a day and play music. Does he pay to have that space for three hours? I'm assuming he must, right? I don't know. What a waste. <laughs> um, what else do I have? So this was something that like, so the thing about him being a bro is something that like I thought while I was watching it, but I'm not sure that he really is. Um, but I put like he's super confident as an artist. Like it seems like he just has this vision and it's right, you know, which uh -huh. I think is why he can make such good music, but it's also why he can make such crap and not realize it because he's just, he's super confident. And if somebody tells him, Hey, maybe we should do it this other way. I don't think he's going to listen to that. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. Um, most of the movie is just three guys kind of being idiots and hamming it up for the camera. That's true. It, it like would they, go to the, they go to the zoo or whatever and just like uh -huh. smile at the camera. It would have been a really great 20-minute YouTube video. Yeah, it was really um, mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> what else do I have? Rachel it's, watched a little bit of it with me. What did she think? I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. That's a great question. I should ask her what she thought. Because <laughs> she didn't finish it. Podcast. She didn't finish it. Because I finished it later. It was really long. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I watched it in two or three parts. 
like the first part was just on my computer and the second part i plugged my computer into the tv with an hdmi cable uh-huh. <laughs> i thought it was um, interesting the behind the scenes of that time oh that's the note that i sent to you in a text like this was oh, written yeah. in 2004 or the but it recording. feels like the 90s. Those pants, man. Those jeans uh-huh. were so loose and baggy. And I don't know what I was doing in 2004, but we weren't wearing like tight pants. Like, mm-hmm. was the only pants available five years later. Yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting. But yeah, I have. It's 2004, and Mason Jennings signed some guy's flip phone. That's right. So that happened. Those were pretty fun fan interactions, though. Uh huh. It was some good slice of life stuff, but then the other stuff that was just yeah. hamming it up for the uh, for the camera was was kind of pointless. I think they were trying to make an important DVD, and Mason was going to blow, or he's going to blow up, and this is going to be like before they were famous type thing. And I think this uh-huh. was like maybe it... as mo- as the most famous he was. Yeah, that's one of the things that I have. I put, maybe Mason Jennings was never as big as I thought I was. I mean, this seems like his peak or close to it, and uh-huh. he's still playing pretty small clubs and driving his own van. Yep. Like, this video that you have pulled up has 21,000 views. And these other, the ones from Simple Life had, like, a 1,000 views, uh-huh. you know? Yep. Like... I feel like he was really big because everybody around me was listening to him, but maybe we were the only ones that were listening to him. Well, yeah. I don't know anybody else. Like if I go talk to, I should ask who knows about Mason, like Mm -hmm. in my ward or whoever is around right now. (laughs) I don't don't know who it was. He was big enough that on this album, he had two songs that were because movie producers asked him to write songs. Like he was popular, I guess, you know, well, like he was out there. Yeah, but... movie producers that have like been, or not been, with Jack Johnson put a bunch of songs in movies and he was touring with yeah. Jack Johnson. I think he got popular because of proximity or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think and that was a part of Indie producers, I'm sure, like... What was that Paul Rudd movie? The O in Ohio or whatever? Did you see I don't that? Know. He like but... in it, in his live stream, he's like, Yeah, and I was one of my songs was in a Paul Rudd movie. And Oh yeah. Aren't he... you doing a Paul Rudd marathon? No. No, it was it was oh. just we're gonna watch Clueless and Romeo oh. and Juliet. Okay. Just those two. <laughs> from nineteen ninety five. So no marathons. <laughs> <laughs> I looked through his his uh, filmography or whatever it is. He's not in good movies. Yeah, Paul Rudd's just so charming, but uh-huh. and he's like a good actor, but he chooses the crappiest movies to be in. Well, he's a good actor, but he kind of just plays himself. He just plays a charming guy, you know. That's true. Like I would never want to see him play a villain. No, he just got puppy dog eyes, I guess. Uh huh. I like him a lot. <laughs> Man crush on Paul Rudd. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's always fun to see like YouTube clips of him going on Conan or whatever and showing his Mac and me. His Mac clip. and me clip. Yeah. And then the hot ones just like constant eye contact and interest and like uh-huh. 
<laughs> I don't know how he does it. All right, Bone Clouds, be here now. Bone Clouds. I think Be Here Now is just overproduced. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a fine song, but... Like, his voice on all of these, they add, like, reverb and delay and stuff to it and, like, mix it weird so it just uh-huh. doesn't sound like his voice. Yeah. Uh, let's get to his voice, I guess. It's how, it, how does he sound? Be here now No other place to be Or just sit there dreaming This is 2006, Colorado Springs. I have an iPod because I bought one. <clears throat> iPad, iPod video, 32 gig. Mm-hmm. How much was it? 400? 300 it's or about how much they were. I think I think mine was 300, but I forget. Could have been 300. It was a lot. How big it was. Um, and I got a white one. And then I bought the CD. So I have the CD in the CD collection. And I think I ripped it over to Jason's computer. And then we'd listen to it driving to like different places to sell. Uh-huh. So this is just me sitting in the car during a rainstorm in Colorado Springs. <laughs> we were somehow. So that's fine. I gentlest hammer is the worst. Um, I don't. I have a worse one. You taste like wine, bad and smoke, and something crying. Yeah, it's like echoey and kind of reverbed on his mm-hmm. voice. I mean, it's. I think that it's creepy, and I always think of like <laughs> the gentlest hammer is like a phallic symbol. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, gross. That makes sense. That's really gross. Yeah, and I mean, you listen to it. It's like, well, let's listen to it. Like oxygen coming in and out again. Good God, I want you. Run high and I'll hunt you. Tracing your mouth like clouds across the sun. I'm the gentlest hammer. I'm the gentlest hammer. Coming down, down till I break through. Gotta get into me. Yeah, gross. That's, that's gross. pretty gross. I guess I never paid very much attention to the lyrics <laughs> on that one. <laughs> now that you heard it, you'll never hear like, it differently. The chorus is kind of catchy. Like, uh-huh. well, one of my notes is like, the production is really bad. Like, there are a handful of songs that are good, but you'd never know it. And that's one that, like, that chorus is kind of catchy and stuff. It was just him with an acoustic guitar or like a stripped down band where they're not trying to do crazy stuff. Like that might be a good song. I listen but now to that this, I hear the lyrics, I changed my mind. I listened to this a lot of times and then something clicked when I was listening to it one time, like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's my main note. And this is kind of like a theme for the rest of them is there were so many moments when I was listening that I was just like, Oh no. Oh, Oh no. <laughs> If you ain't got love on the train ride to Paris. That's fun. Or it's not fun, kinda of sad. Some say I'm not. 
I don't like that sound at all. <laughs> Moon standing on the rod is just boring. When I woke up, you were crying. The chorus is just a dirge. someone singing with them. Jackson Square. Dust cloud coming off an old dirt road that leads up here to this little graveyard. Story song. If you need it's a reason. Fine. I like this song. Okay. Jackson Square is probably the best song on the album. I I don't remember all of these songs super well, but I put that Which Way Will, will Your Heart Go is my favorite. If you need it, oh, what do we listen to? If you need a reason, yeah, that's another religion. It's a song. religion one. I like. I don't like the religion part of it, but mm -hmm. I like the song and the chorus. I guess so. Hey, buddy, what's up? You want to say hi? Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. All right. Which way will hey. I go? It's a pretty one. I mean, it's just an acoustic. Mm -hmm. It's just like they didn't do anything to mess it up. Everything is perfect. Where would I be right now? All my dreams have come true. Deep down, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna change. This is a good song. The guitar or the piano is kind of boring, just doing chords. Uh huh. But it's fine. It works. You want it in your ear? Yeah. And stop pulling it out. Okay, just leave it. So Where I think, I so think this is my least favorite of all the songs. Oh, that's so bad. Like, why? Why would that sound good to anybody? Uh-huh. It's, yeah. I don't know. He probably has other songs that are worse than that on later albums. But it's like, that's the one where you get to it. And it's like, this is just so out of place and so bad. Uh-huh. And then he just keeps doing it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, for, yeah. That's, for two minutes. And it never changes. Well, I don't mean for two minutes. I mean for, like, the next 15 years. Yes. Like... No, but the song, like, it starts out with this weird minor chord. Uh -huh. And the weird, like, choir synth. The weird choir synth, yeah. And then and then it doesn't change to it. It doesn't resolve the chord. It just stays abstract and dumb. <laughs> and then Jesus, Are You Real is just, like, stripped down. Well, but it's it's mixed weird. Like, listen to his voice. Did we make you Like, they neutered his voice. what you want. Yeah, I think they tried to make it sound like it was on a vinyl or something like that. Yeah, like that one should have been so straightforward and easy. Like all you do is get a really good acoustic guitar sound and put a good microphone on his voice. And that's all you need to do. Like, I don't know why they're trying to do all these production tricks and stuff. So my notes were some say I'm not is horrible. Mostly boring. Moon sailing on the water. Where the sun has been is so bad. I don't think I've ever listened to the whole song. Oh, I, my, my, my notes. 
my note on that one was where the sun had been is so bad that I had wiped it from my memory. And I think I have PTSD now. Like I, I completely forgot it existed. And the second I heard that I was like, Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's true. All right. In the ever. Um, if the house is on fire, you're going to run. So he the... did some interesting choices with a honky tonk piano here. Uh huh. And I think it's trying to capture like the, brush fire fairy tale jack johnson type five but then ah, so my notes is never knew your name uh it was fun simp weird it's like a yeah that's here if the door is on i guess it's fun simple and weird piano sound you're gonna kneel on the floor get down low enough. I guess this was like the first time the first song of the first album that I listened to after never hearing Mason since 2006. Uh-huh. I I had heard this one before and I didn't like it, but going back to it like I kind of do. It's not bad. Like it's it's not as good as this old stuff, uh-huh. but it's like it still sounds like Mason Jennings. Yep. Mostly yeah it's kind of got a weird tempo and it's fine something about your love boring too slow <laughs> i love you and buddha too cringe jack johnson exclamation point it could be mama make pancake it's true no i i remember <laughs> that that song was like the reason that i stopped <clears throat> listening to him it was just so bad i want to hear it um, just so that it can one, be on this recording but, three I kind of like the sound of it. Why didn't he do the same like sing-along chorus with words that make sense and not yeah. I love you and Buddha too? Yeah, it's the lyrics are just so bad, but like going back and listening to it again with a critical ear and expecting it to be as bad as the song that made me not listen to him for 12 years or whatever. Like the sound of the song isn't that bad. Okay. No, I just it could be a... catchy. Like mama make pancake is catchy. I just, I just put a, <laughs> a link in the chat to a video of him playing that song to it's at the bottom. Oh, there it is. So it's him playing that song with Jack Johnson and Matt Costa. I saw Is that the guy's name. Did you put? Did you send me it's this link? So bad. Or did I just see it? I don't. I don't think so. I just found it like two days ago. Yeah, I just saw this too. All right. We just need like ten seconds of it. Walking around in stiff twenty-thousand like, oh, no. shoes is like pitching in a suit of armor. Not. I guess the podcast is sponsored now. Yeah, okay. Good. That's why I wear Skechers Stretch Fit. They contour and stretch for my feet for an ultra comfortable, hey, perfect fit. Get Skechers Stretch Fit and leave stiff and uncomfortable behind. That's so many people. And look, only 37 people gave it a thumbs down. 
<laughs> out of the 350,000 people that have watched this. Yeah, wow. It's three guys all playing the same open oh, chords. Jesus, I love you, and I love Buddha too. Ramakrishna He's got a man why do some people say that there is just one way to love you, God, and come to you? We are all a part of you. You are unnameable. You are unknowable. All we have is metaphor. That's what time is based for. Is the universe your thought? You are and you are not. You are many. You are oh, one. Oh, there's Jack Johnson in his sandals and big pants. Right. <laughs> and it's like his right. monkey jaw. Right. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only I person who thinks that. I love you and I love Buddha too. Ramakrishna Guru Dev, Dada Jing and Muhammad. Why do some people say that there is just one way to love you, God? Yeah. Now, I went to a Jack Johnson concert right when I got home from the mission in August of 2005. And um, Matt Costa opened for him, and it wasn't good. Yeah. But I remember loving I all the songs. Because it was Jack Johnson, and I knew all the songs from before my mission. So, whatever. yeah, I saw him like October of 2002. So, like, I went up to school, and then like a month later, went home for a Jack Johnson concert, and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would appreciate it now like I did then, but but yeah, I guess Jack Johnson loved that song. I think this was the first album that was on Brushfire Records, Jack Johnson's record label. And on their Christmas album, they included a new recording of I Love You and Buddha 2 with Jack Johnson singing the second verse. Uh -huh. So that's really bad. <laughs> and then Fighter Girl is Jackson Square from Bone Crowds. Is it? Let's hear. Let's skip it. Spinning your umbrella you should be in bed but you're here instead jackson square uh your noon man is classic mason but it was too long i don't want to listen to it oh i liked that one yeah i'm sure it's fine well and it's live too that one is like i don't know is it yep that's right maybe that's why it's better Goodness of me, yes, I'd agree. Yeah, that's a classic Mason sound. Mm -hmm. It was just four minutes, which is too long for a Mason sound. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, I say, love the harmonica. probably would like it more if it wasn't on this album uh-huh going back to new orleans i say i don't like it too much harmonica it was just that sound was annoying that that video has 1300 views on it like does nobody listen to mason jennings 
Not well, not from his page, not from this album. Yeah, he put it up two years ago or three years ago. So maybe I mean, it's, it, maybe it's somewhere else on YouTube, but I don't think they do. And if they do, but they like, have the album. And they if you added up all the views from this album, it would still be fewer views than Jason Merritt gets on his YouTube videos oh, every sure. week. Oh, you can't right? compare that. Like, I mean, he's a YouTube yeah. star. <laughs> but still, you'd think like Mason Jennings, the way I think of him, he's like a rock star, like yeah. not a huge rock star, but I would expect him to have views in the hundreds of thousands over two years i don't know how deep is that river i heard it on pandora it's too long but it's fine i like that one okay uh-huh soldier boy distortion on voices didn't sound good oh i said i like the bang the bang jigga <laughs> i want to hear that oh one. yeah oh yeah i remember that now Soldier boy, born to be a soldier boy. My daddy was young before he turned 19. My mama was run like a fast machine. Born to be a soldier boy. It's got like a weird. I think it's coming. Production. It's like after the chorus, where the the sound is too loud, but his voice is subdued in the background. His uh-huh. voice isn't like present up front it's got this weird so i cross my heart and i hope to die like an aeroplane baby coming out of the sky born to be a soldier boy 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 we go bang ba bang ba bang ba bang to get the girl bang ba bang ba bang ba bang yeah it's a fun little quirky thing uh-huh that one works soldier boy is that an old one i don't think so i don't think any of those ones are huh. came up with something new <laughs> My perfect lover, I have, it's fine. That's central slow. Alright, in your city, I say, it's ragtime, a little honky-tonk piano. When I got off the bus, it was six in the evening. Yeah, just that story talk. Doesn't have a melody. <laughs> but I don't know, like overall, I like that album a lot more than most of the other stuff he did after it. Like it's not on a the same level as his earlier stuff, but like it still yeah. sounds like him most of the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's got a Mason sound on a lot of this album. Are you going to just sleep? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Can you go get mom? She'll get food for you. See okay, just lay down. Gosh, she's so tired. I don't know where Rachel is. Oh. All right. Blood of Man. Oh, gosh. Do we really have yeah. to get into Blood of Man? 
I think we just, just play a couple songs from Blood of Man samples and then move on. Yeah, my first note is one song in. WTF is this S? Snow was blown across the intersection. For the last six hours, I've been lost in the. This. I'll just open it one more time. Every time. This is too much. All right, Blood of Man. Mm-hmm. like Bruce Springsteen yep. kind of singing. I said, is this Mason Jennings? Uh, Pittsburgh. That was one that like was okay live though. Yeah. City of Ghosts. No, it was interesting. The first time I go through this, it's just like, oh, what is this that I'm listening to? And then I listened to some of those later live albums that you sent. Uh-huh. And City and of Ghosts like, was kind of fun, like, jamming out. Maybe yeah. because it wasn't so overproduced when it's live. Uh-huh. This one, the second song, I say, not sure if this is good or just good in comparison to the last song. <laughs> That's so true. I said classic Mason, but grunge. <laughs> My mom would give me 20. Let's say stay out till dawn. It's this is a sad song though, mm-hmm. like talking about how the suicide and he was an over D and the suicide watch and all these sadness. Yeah, I mean it's intense. It's a classic Mason, but grunge. He was going through some stuff. The field, too much echo on the vocals, and you can hear the snare drum buzzing when the guitar plays. Father's said it starts like New York City. Which is so much better. Eventually, he start he starts singing like Arcade Fire or something. I th- I mean, it could be a good song, but it's not a Mason song. Uh huh. Sometimes late at night, I go to the field, but the f- was the field. On his other album, this same oh, it, song? It was a different one. I, it Here's was a different field. one. Yeah, let's hear it. Keep my hands out tied up in you. I'm sick nope. of these sick mornings. Through. I will sleep tonight in the field. I'll wrap my arms around. Not even close. He's got two Doesn't songs. Doesn't even sound named. like the same person. <laughs> Doesn't. This is eleven years later. <laughs> no, I guess this is the flood, huh? So it's thirteen years. No, this is two thousand nine. Right, we're in the field. Yeah. All right, and then there's tourist. There's a music video for it that has twenty-four thousand something. Who you wanna be now? See, I like it. Yeah, this one's good. And then he's got these like super cheap quality music videos. Uh I love it. Black and black wind blowing. I say it's average. Yeah, I said there were a couple that were good or okay. 
And then Ain't No Friend of Mine is the worst. I didn't say the worst. I just said nope. <laughs> I put, there's blood in my mouth. Ugh. That's right. Sing out? I said nope. Guitar effect is distorted and not good. I said you hear the reverb on the drumstick clicks, and it's like, oh no. And then you're right. And then you're right to be worried. <laughs> That's right. And there's on the tambourine on that song. There's like a delay, so it sounds like the tambourine's playing out of time. It's like who who gave that the thumbs up? There's just so many little things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sunlight it's fine unremarkable just the whole sound of this album it needs to be tweaked and redone I'm sure some mm-hmm. of these songs would be a lot better and they were a lot better live yeah. And then Lonely Road, I don't know. The chorus isn't that great, but I like the hook. So I like the start. Uh-huh. I think it's a fun little guitar intro. Lonely Road, you gotta walk it just a little bit farther. Heaven knows it can't get any harder than it is today. And then the chorus is like a little bit off. If it was just that, yeah, it would have been good. Blood of Man, acoustic, Spanish start, classic Mason inflection. Mm-hmm. I said I like this one, but they did a little bit to his voice that it would be better if it were just his straight up voice. Mm-hmm. And the gold yeah there's a little bit of reverb or echo on there mm-hmm. there's a desert where it always rains as your legs begin to spread and it's slow and it's five minutes long <laughs> uh any more notes on that blood of man I said, so far, the only album worse than this one is Bone Clouds. (laughs) And I said, the theme of this album is, here's something that might be a little bit cool. Let's do it over and over until it's super annoying. There you go. That's a good... It's like, if you you do it enough times, maybe it'll turn into a hook, but it never does. Yeah. I think I like that hook on Lonely Road. Yeah, like some of the songs are, are decent. And I think after hearing it live, like I feel a lot warmer towards some of those songs. Uh-huh. But like, like the tourist, I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was sad. Giving twenty bucks to go out in the walk the night or whatever, so his mom could be with his boyfriend or boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So this is Dakota from the Flood, twenty ten. It's acoustic. This is an old one. 
Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, it's the B side, the leftover, and it sounds like mm-hmm. it. Is it in the field old or new? I think that's the old one. That was just the field. I'll let go tonight of what may be this empty home. Child, I may be learning what I should have known all this real for tomorrow. I don't like it. The flood. This is what the album's named after. Said it was fine. I didn't do a very good job of like noting what songs. Blue. Highways and prairies the same. I did for this album, I, and then I, I stopped. Was... I stopped noting the songs on Always Been in 2013, and just kind of got like a general vibe of the whole album. But for these for some of these, I was like doing something else while I was listening, so I went back and did my notes. I think it was that song. I have a note that says, did he just say more comfortable than my mother's stew? That's a lyric. Like there are so many of these that like, he just goes for the easy rhyme and then he never goes back and edits it to something better. (laughs) And I lost all track of my time In some other current Much faster than mine It took down the tree by the river. I mean, it's, it's not remarkable. January, I, I said I liked better than I, I said I liked the guitar part on that one. I woke in the evening. I was thinking about you. Alright, between the lines. Magician's an old one. Uh-huh. I think Between the Lines was, too. Oh, I think yeah. we have the live one of that. I said The Magician's an old one that I would skip. Without warning, my house became a magic. This sounds like an old recording with, like, a buzz in the background. Yeah. All the people that I once knew have built cities in my mind. So many ways to die. That's some a classic, fun one. Some classic talk singing. Uh-huh. Walking in front of a car, getting hit by a shooting star, getting too drunk on beer, believing everything that you hear. That's <laughs> such a classic, like sound. <laughs> the likes of me. I don't have any notes on it. AM rock and roll. First take, I don't like it. Well, maybe I'd like it if I was I like, I like that one. Baby, you're all that. Let's go for a drive today. Like, this is one that I swear I heard somewhere else. I think I was, like, this deep into listening to Mason and just, like, wanting to hear something good. and Or maybe it was just overwhelmed with a bunch of the same sounding stuff. It was hard to tell him. When the boats can come in, it was slow. 
I like how he sings that one, though. It's like we're well, getting our old Mason back after the blood of man fiasco. Uh, uh-huh. Well, and it's like with that song, he's singing it like more gently and like doing something a little bit different, but still being true to his sound and true to the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Michael's song. Minnesota, 18 years from here, if you go by the roads, lived a man. I don't have any notes on that one. Other than that, it's an old one and I recognized it. Yeah, that's not on any of his other albums, though. I don't know how it got on my iPod, though. I definitely know it. The truth of the matter, and the matter is fact that it breaks my heart mm-hmm. to see this way. And then Two Things You Should Know has the whistle. And that's the same. Like, they didn't try to. This was on my iPod before this album came out. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. how it got on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of confused. I feel like there are a lot of other versions of these songs that are floating around, but like, he's just not popular enough for me to be able to find them in 2020, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, Method to My Madness. It is fine. So that's the I mean, it, it just sounds like exactly what it is. Like, it's good because it's just him and the acoustic guitar, but it's bad because they're like the leftovers of the leftovers. Uh-huh. But it's still better than him trying to be something else. Yeah. And I think, it, yeah, I don't know how to make him better. And maybe it's just because I'm not familiar with him as much as the old ones. But yeah, I'm, yeah they're just, they're fine. All right. So it is nine. I kind of want to take a bathroom break. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, and then we can cruise through the rest of them. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. I'm going to stop recording.